0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Tartan Tabletop Podcast, Blighty's barmiest D&D actual play experience. (laughs) (laughs) I will be your dungeon master as always, Josh Aitken, and joining me, as per usual, our gallery of lovable rogues, we have the wonderful Niall Curran, Alex Bath, Lauren McColgan, and Sam Stewart. This is definitely still take one uh, for those at home. We have not, I repeat, not two multiple takes here because I uh, fucked up and stopped recording. We were actually, we were four hours in before that, uh, that <laughs> Um This is the, I think, one of the first times we've recorded um, later in the evening, which is a very exciting experience. I do feel like a human being. Yeah, This is our late night show, the the raunchy one. <laughs> anyone can jump in here as we uh, talk about the uh, um exploits and, uh, and mishaps that have been happening during the uh a time in robot london
1: we brutally murdered uh, a police officer well i say we roll stomped in the robotic oh, story Sorry,
2: Niall, you're quite heavy handed with the assist. I believe you <laughs> held him down while Rob busted was in.
3: And I would do it again.
2: A CAP includes the robot fucking constable guy. <laughs> I mean he did walk into the ambush that
4: we told yeah. him was happening.
1: Yeah, and he did have uh, chainsaws and stuff attached oh, to yeah. his hands. I don't know about you guys, but if someone comes at you in an alley with like chainsaws for hands, you're gonna you're gonna hit him in the yeah. head. If you
0: want, as the you know, the sort of de facto god of this universe um, I can tell you what, what his sort of thoughts were going through his head um, leading up to the moment of his murder I'd rather not it's know it's entirely up to you uh,
1: please I want I want to know
0: yeah go on you want to know
1: yeah tell us
0: um, you know he'd been beaten mercilessly sort of uh, captured his, his mouth you know forcibly kept shut drills seemingly um botched and then surgically added to his hands. Um, He was going to meet you guys, and uh, and I saw you waiting there and thought, I'm saved. (laughs) My friends are here. Perhaps if they can see me coming, they'll realise that it was all a horrible trap and uh, free me from my torment. But no. Now he lies, his head caved in. Cool. (sighs) You wanted to
1: know? I feel like it's his own fault personally. Like, how? I, I I have no. PT has no hard feelings about that. Not about you guys.
4: It was all a horrible misunderstanding, and w- and we'll be sad, but we'll we'll move on because we'll we'll catch the killer in the end, and that's that's what matters. Oh yeah, there's a killer on the loose. Yeah, other than us, there's another killer on the loose.
3: Big reward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is there? Is there any other things you want to talk about from last time? Um, are any questions or anything uh, like that? Would you go to an opera house? The Royal Albot Hall, to be exact. Nice. <laughs>
1: Thanks.
3: What about that Rat King, guys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, was, I spoke to that... Uh, I went into snake form, kind of like crawled under the door and did a Cockney robot voice and spoke to the... Uh, was he a priest or was it just like a do he was a priest, wasn't he? That
2: God, we we really need to start taking notes, don't we? <laughs>
0: yeah, bro, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Um he yeah, he was a priest of the sort of church of Big Brother. Um I can't remember if I named them. I don't think I ever I ever outwardly named them, um, but he was the a priest of this sort of religion of, of um the all watching eye of Big Brother, their creator of sorts.
1: Uh, he said and then he he told us about that
4: ship that crashed as well we reckon that I uh, um, another pod or indeed part of the ship that we were on originally when the cruise ship crashed has also crashed here and therefore presumably someone else maybe another survivor of the crash like P.E.'s sister or even the mad dancing cousin Isn't it hip, hip, yeah hip thrust we think it is hip thrust anyone could have been anybody um, just while we're at the game, we got the information about the um, opera house. That was the evidence that was left in the police chief's chest, yeah?
0: Yes, that sounds like it was uh, like a chest, like it was like his personal belongings, no, it was literally no, his no, chest. No,
4: literally inside his chest.
0: Very literally his, his chest cavity.
4: We don't know if that was necessarily information that was meant for us. That might have been something that was sent to him, and that's where he went, and he got turned in a I robot.
3: I think we know it's member us. As, yeah, <laughs> it
0: seems, it seems, uh, guys, I think this is
4: for us.
3: You're going to want to see this.
4: He might have received that letter and then he went to the Opera House and now he's like Edward Scissorhands but That was very robot of you the way you spoke there.
0: You've spent too much time in the fucking in robot Soho, bro, that's you. A robo. A Yeah, so just to recap what the letter said, it was a headline a newspaper clip in reading that the Royal Albot Hall has been closed for refurbishment um, from like a few weeks ago um, and then sort of scrolled in motor oil underneath it says a show show so good you'll drop dead Um, it seems I'm not going to make a roll for it because we're not in game but it seems like it was meant for you guys to see, this seems like it was all orchestrated by the killer this whole sort of thing that's happened yeah it's a message for you so without further ado Let's begin. An icy chill snakes its way around your bones as you stand speechless in one of robot London's many dark and dingy alleyways. A deafening silence fills the air, broken only by the rhythmic hiss of distant steam and the occasional trundle of a carriage droid a few streets over. Like a marionette severed from its strings, the lifeless shell of Inspector Frederick 1.2 lies in a heap on the cobbles before you. The final sparks of where his face once was fizzing out, the chrome of rose metallic foot stained by the already stagnating oil of the lawman. What would you like to do?
3: I've got oil on my hands,
1: innocent oil on my hands. Quick, quick! <laughs> I, t- I take out uh, I take out my alchemy jug and uh, I uh, summon uh, some water to pour on Ro's hands to try and clean off the oil. You gotta clean your hands. You can't leave any trace. You can't leave a trace.
3: That's going to short circuit me.
1: <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah. Um, how do you clean a robot? And we got a rag.
2: <laughs> uh, I will. I will hand Ro a cloth. It's okay, Ro. It, 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 this wasn't your fault. You didn't know. Uh, how could you have known? Uh, it looks like we're one at the Opera House. Did the note say tomorrow or tonight? Doesn't give you a date. Right. I I say we go tonight. If he's
1: not there, then we, if he's not expecting us, we might get a drop on uh, on this guy. And if he is there, well, he can't take us. Come on, baby. This guy just got stomped out in one, in less than a second. Ro, I know you're a bit, you're feeling a bit guilty about crushing this robot man's, uh, you know, can, but, like, we can handle it, you know, it's okay. Like, you did a very good job here. If this was, like, a bad guy,
4: like, you did a good job. You did a good job. Sky sort of just looks at Petey and just says, uh... What do you mean we can handle it? We just killed an innocent guy. He's the chief of police.
2: No, I don't think he was the chief. I think he was an inspector.
4: Whoever he was, he was important, and he was on our side, and we just killed him, and they're all going to think that we're not on their side anymore.
1: Okay, I have a plan. I suggest uh, this uh, wire chapel stripper he's been taking body parts. I say we take his arm. That way, it'll be attributed to the Wire Chapel stripper. <laughs> and then we'll be scab free, baby. Sky is flipping out.
3: <laughs> Ro is like, she's made out of metal, but somehow gets like really pale. She's like feeling sick.
4: <laughs> you want to role play as, as, the, as the serial killer to cover our arses. you you trying to do a copycat crime? <laughs> right. Braxton,
1: Roe, Sky. If you guys can't handle this, go down the alley. You don't need to see a thing. I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm freaking out, guys. I put my hand. I put my hand on uh, Row and Sky's shoulder and say, "It's all right. Listen, you know, sometimes you need that one guy or person that can do the things that you can't do. Now, you." You can do all the... Braxton, you can do the cool shooting from a distance, you know, all the cool, like, scouting stuff. You can do all that stuff. Bro, you can hack computers. You're strong. Sky, you're magic, baby. Me, I'll chop up a body for nothing. (laughs) For nothing. You forgot sexy. Hey, that's implied, baby. Don't you worry.
2: I love you, Niall.
1: (laughs) You guys, go ahead. You know, maybe scout out this hall. I'll stay here, and do we... Ro, do you still have the sexy robot clothes? I think she's still wearing them.
2: You're still wearing them, yeah. Okay. Sorry, you're going to... Not only are you going to chop this guy's fucking arm off, you're going to dress him up in sexy robot clothes. (laughs) Well, he's been killing... He's been killing sexy robots.
4: (laughs) So maybe that's too far. Oh, that's too far. Dressing the dead man up in someone else's clothes is too far.
1: Yeah, that's fucked up. That's even for me, that's a bit fucked up. What we'll do is is we'll leave we'll leave the robot clothes beside the body like he was trying to save her, right? And then he got killed. Or we just mash up his body so much that you couldn't tell he was a different robot.
2: I think they're going to have some sort of records that they'll know this is uh, frederick 1.2 does he does he have a serial number we can just scratch
1: it off you know i pull out my gun like this used to have a serial number i scratched this baby off
2: i don't hate the arm idea you know it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be the only killed robot uh uh yeah. sex workers you know he could have killed the chief of the of the investigation that was trying to try and take him down so it makes sense mr Braxton, i need you guys sir. to be my moral
1: ceiling on this i don't know
2: Like, what's too far? Do we think if we catch this guy, it's going to be a case of all will be forgiven? I don't think they're going to mind that there was collateral damage along the way.
4: They don't need to know we had anything to do with this. I thought you bounty hunters were meant to be good guys and not cover up murders. And this is all just throwing me for a left swing. Let me tell you.
1: Hey, Sky, kid, I'm not looking so bad now, am I?
2: No, actually, objectively not.
4: I'm not really wanting to go
2: to robot jail and get fed oil for the rest of my life, which will be incredibly short if I'm fed oil the entire time,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: so tell you what
1: you guys I can break out of a robot jail like that, baby. I can drop my bones and I can go switch switch, and I can squeeze my way out, but you guys might not be so lucky, so what what I do is Braxton, and I hope I'm winning some points with you here, buddy, okay, maybe. Oh, maybe give me, like, a five-second head start when we get across the river, you know? Like, adding some points, hopefully.
2: Watching you maim a body, do you think... Yeah,
1: like, like, a little bit of light maiming, it's not gonna hurt him. You know, Roe handled that. He ain't gonna feel nothing.
2: I think we should all walk down the street, and whatever
4: Petey does, Petey does.
2: Petey's gonna, uh, pretend to crack his fingers.
4: Sky just quietly starts sobbing. Turns, <laughs> of, turns to walk
2: away. I, I, I as I walk with Sky I put my hand on his back and say we're heroes kid we're heroes
4: <laughs> just sobbing and shaking his head I don't think we are I think we're the bad guys
1: Pete's humming to himself and he's like you know when you're like you're trying to have you ever like been trying to like pull a nail out of a piece of wood and it won't come out So you twist the nail about in the wood so that it gets thinner and thinner. He's doing that. He's essentially just rotating the arm constantly, trying to get it off. And he's just humming like a little jaunty tune to himself. Dabbery do cracking the bones. You gotta pull it out the socket. And he's going to rip off his arm.
0: Okay, so the rest of you are walking down to the... down to the sort of edge of the alley, am I correct? You guys are walking down to the far end. Yeah,
1: I think that's what we've
0: done. Cool. Um, and you are cutting the arm off, so I'm going to need from you, PT, a... I'm going to need a stealth check on that for reasons that I will oh. explain.
1: That is a... Uh, 17. Se- so you are,
0: in the dead of night, ripping metal from metal... While humming, the noise from this um, is a lot less than it could have been, but still sort of echoes through the alley. This sort of like and clanging and like stuff being ripped apart. Um, the rest of you, as you walk to the edge of the alley, start to hear a familiar sound uh, the metallic clang of heavy boots, unmistakably, unmistakably even belonging to officers of Botland Yard. Um, sort of slowly coming towards you through the fog, and you hear a voice call out that says, uh, "Who's down there? Show yourself,
4: Braxton." If we just tell them now that what happened and it was an accident, they'll they be chill. We're still like helping them find the killer. Are we all still in the alleyway?
0: You're all still in the alleyway, but are closer to, you guys are closer to the edge um, where the, 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 the guys are coming down. It's sort of like it's a dead end alleyway. Um, about 40 feet in length. Has Petey cut the arm off yet? Um, I would say on a 17, you're, you've pretty, yeah, you're, you're at that sort of moment as they approach, you've ripped the arm off.
4: What should we do, Braxton?
2: There's one of two ways we do this. We either tell the truth, we have no idea how that's going to pan out, or we tell them that we found the body like this, that we found this, and that we think the Wirechapel stripper did it again, because he, he even left a note. He left a note on the body. <laughs> He didn't murder him, but he as good as murdered him.
1: Now, uh, in my experience, Braxton, this is no reflection on you, but in my experience when it comes to the lawman, they're trying to make up numbers, baby. They're just gonna see us by the body. Look what happened the last time. The last time they saw us by a body, they just arrested us, took us away and then we'll miss our chance. I say we hide. We gotta get out of here. We gotta run. Now, you can climb, Braxton. Can you help Skye to get out of here? You know, I'm Ro, I don't know, but you are quite dexterous. So I might be able to, you know, do a bit of climbing and things. Do you think we can run?
3: Right about now, I feel like turning myself in, but I can't go back to the slammer.
2: Hey, you're talking my language, baby. We gotta get out of here. Fuck it, let's climb. Let's fucking boost.
3: I'm gonna misty step. a horse.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, hey, can I throw you the arm before you misty step? Ro? Yeah, yeah, please. Here, catch! <laughs>
4: Sky just clings to Braxton's uh, hips for this one. Just uh, mm. following. Well, <laughs> no. Uh, Sky follows closely to Braxton. Oh, I
2: thought we were slow dancing. Um, I, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna have to climb up a building really fast. Cool. Uh, roll me an athletics
1: check. Josh, would I be able to? Um... If I was to roll around in the oil, I'm assuming it's, like, dark black oil. Yes. Would it act as a die so that I would be able to go black and then have advantage on a hide check? You could
0: roll
2: me a stealth check with advantage. Oh, yes. I'm going to cast Enhance Ability on myself to give myself advantage on the athletics check.
4: Cool. If I'm claiming as well, does that mean I should athletics... Yes, as well, yes. And Ro,
0: sorry, what was it you were doing? Misty step. Misty step. You're just... You bang, bang, you're up on that roof. That's a 23, Josh. N- Niall, Petey, you are... N- un- you know, it's, it's impossible to tell the difference between yourself and the oil. Who knows when the blood of Inspector Frederick 1.2 begins and when you end? <laughs> uh, I got a 16. You got a sixteen. 16. Uh, you, you know, as I, I think every time you've tried to, to climb something, it's been a sort of, like, you've got up, but it's clear that you're past your physical prime. Um, you've warmed up a little bit on a 16. You got up there... It's not spry and it's not pretty to look at, but you get up there with relative ease. Um, what about you, Sky? Exact same. The exact same. Um, you are not the most athletic man in the world. Um But again, following the sort of path that Braxton uh, makes up, you just follow directly behind him and are able to scramble up there um, as the robot uh, police officers sort of bundle into the alleyway right where you had just stood. Um, You see three of them all looking exactly the same as sort of usual, that sort of uniformed... Um, sort of chest chassis, the blue, and the sort of um, metallic pins and badges that are on there. However, you see none of them have painted on facial hair. None of them have the mark of a sort of leading officer. Um, They are rookies, as you can tell. They all... Two of them even hold truncheons. Uh, The one in the centre seems to bounce a revolver around uh, through the the smoke as he, he shouts through. He's like... Who's down there? Nobody move. Keep your hands where we can see them. Show yourselves. Then, if you say anything, then if you do anything, I'll just continue to hide.
1: Can't do my best, caught the accent and shout. Quick! You wait down there! Run the back of the alley! Everyone, follow him!
4: Uh, roll a performance. The Civilized GM's performance check. That's a 15. And a 15
0: They sort of look at each other, don't say anything, and start rushing towards the edge of the alley where you are, towards the sound. Start running down. Um, they rush past you guys in the rooftops. You watch them go, um, and they stop just in view of Inspector Frederick's body. Um, you see the lead one with the revolver sort of peer across at it. He says to The officer on his right. Gates, check the body, be careful. Um, As the officer approaches his truncheon, sort of raised nervously, Pete, you get a good look at him. um, He comes into view of the corpse, um, pauses his lenses, widening slightly. No, no, this this can't be. Uh, The other man shouts back and says... uh, Gights. What do you see over there? The man drops to his knees in sheer terror as the sort of leading officer approaches with the revolver, takes one look at the body and immediately doubles over, spewing oil and tiny gears and cogs and nuts and bolts from his mouth in a weird robot stream of vomit. He says, Big brother, save us all. Jobs! Alert bottling yard! Uh, and you see the other guy start fishing around in his chest for something. Uh, would anyone like to do anything? So I'm... Uh...
1: My plan had been to absorb some of his oil as a die and then use that as like an advantage to run away. But I've clearly not had time so I'm still like amongst the oil. Right by his body. Is that right?
0: You're you're sort of in and around their feet now. Like the sort of the thinner extremities of your body are sort of amongst their feet.
1: Okay, so that means that there's just a pile of bones and clothes as well, like to one side. Oh shit! I'd forgot about that. (laughs) Roll me another stealth check
0: to hide your bones.
1: Okay, that's uh, that's a nineteen.
0: At 19, you're able to use the sort of darkness of the oil and the thickness of your own goo to just, like, cover it entirely, that your bones and your clothes uh, are invisible. Uh, Unless stood on, they're invisible to the eye, um, but if they were to sort of trod on it, they would feel themselves crush bone through the oil.
1: Okay. I need to think of a way out of this, then.
0: While you're thinking of that, the, um... uh, the policeman uh, by the name of Jobs that was rooting around in his chest cavity um, seems to find perches of what he was looking for It pulls out a flare gun uh, and aims at skyward <coughs> as a bright white flare shoots into the sky and then nothing happens as it just sort of floats above your
4: heads What were you looking to do, Niall? Is that going to come down and light us up on the rooftop above them? Um, It doesn't
0: seem so, although you guys are sort of bathed in light for a second. um, It doesn't seem to affect their ability to see you as it kind of flies past you really high into the sky. It seems to be to alert something else or someone else, um, presumably Botland Yard.
2: I think we gotta get out of here and try and make our way to the opera house. Petey will surely meet us there. He's gonna, he's gonna know that's where we went, but we can't hang around here for much longer.
4: We're gonna leave Petey
2: behind? He chose to lie down on the floor at the scene of the crime. I can't help him at past that point.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, Petey's there like, I'm sure all my friends are gonna help me get out of this jam. <laughs> 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 It'll all be oh. okay for old Petey, I gotta mind. <laughs>
0: cool. Um, as you guys um, are sort of looking to book it, Peter, you line lying there, um, the flare reaches its apex and starts to fall back down to the city in silence. The industrial machine of Robot London falls into an eerie silence, seemingly all recipient of some message that you currently don't know the meaning of. And then, a distant klaxon. Old and disembodied, echoing ghostly wails through the dark and foggy streets. Petey, you watch as the officers around you look at each other and start sprinting back down the alley. They just book it out of there, um, without saying a word, without giving an inkling of where they might be going. Great! (laughs) you you guys up on the roof, you get a good look around um, and see that any sort of robotic life that was on the streets um, is gone. The the streets are empty now, uh, but something, somewhere uh, is stirring, moving to life, and anyone that's on the roof can roll me a perception check.
1: Petey is going to stand back up and get into his suit and things. Still, like kind of like oily skin looking. And he's just going to get suit back on, get his bones in the right place, get himself ready to go.
2: I got a 21 perception.
1: Jesus Christ. Um, you pull your sniper up,
0: Braxton, you pull it up and start to look through the scope, um, just scanning the street. And I shoot
2: 15 robots.
0: <laughs> you kill 15 innocent people, um, <laughs> commit a fucking domestic terrorism attack and fucking... Uh, this robot land um, you turn in the direction of Bottling Yard and you see the huge eye at its peak at the top of the tower the supposed inanimate effigy of Big Brother slowly spring to life spewing bright white light and a spotlight across the streets darting from rooftop to alleyway illuminating everything perfectly that it looks at Then, with a groan of metal and a rumble, two arms burst from its side with almighty calamity as it heaves itself from the ground like a huge metal carrot uprooting itself, eh, revealing gargantuan steel legs of mammoth pistons and cogs as it stands, staring over the city before it. What would you like to do... (laughs) Does Petey
1: notice any of this, or is he still fixing his bloody tie?
2: You feel like an earthquake, but you don't see it. <laughs> uh, Petey, you're going to want to see this. <laughs> 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 we don't have any comms, do we?
0: Me and Ro do. You and Ro do, yeah, but you but we don't, don't Petey, with anyone. Um, as you stand there, a voice begins to ring out. Um, it says... Citizens of Robot London, this is Big Brother speaking. Please return to your homes at the soonest possible convenience. Anyone found outside will be taken to the Genius Bar for recalibration. Thank you. And that just goes on repeat for about five minutes. Pete's going to look about and see
4: if there's a sewer nearby that he can slink into. You can roll me a perception check for that. So, I feel like we kind of have a pass to be outside, because, you know, we're out doing police business, but I still think we should try and not get wrapped up. You know, time is of the essence. we got to not bother getting bogged down by police mech robots and maybe just head straight to that opera house. Yeah, we could try and head there, like, via
2: the rooftops or the sewers or something so we're not seen. That's a sixteen. 16. Um, yeah, you find uh, uh, there's multiple sewer
0: grates all around here. Um, I, this is a thing that I had to ask myself when, when writing this because I, I just assumed that maybe one of your sort of ideas for the sewers is why would robots need a sewer system? Um, and in case anyone's wondering, it's because uh, they need to sometimes uh, release built up oil or coolant uh, and that needs somewhere to go. So it goes into the robot sewers. Maybe good world building. Thank you, thank you. Robot shit too,
4: you know what I mean? Everybody cooks.
1: (laughs) Everybody shits.
4: Can't wait for the uh, Robot London source book that Josh is producing later this year. (laughs) Yep. I know, Wizards of
0: the Coast, I know you're in trouble. Hit me up. Uh, We could really do do some work together. Um, So, obviously you guys are trying to get across there. The city's on lockdown. Anyone can roll me a um intelligence check to sort of piece together what your options could be like
4: feasibly. Oh, intelligence. Intelligence. That's the wizard's job. Come on, baby. Oh. That's a natural 19 for Petey. Um, Oh, yeah. Pass pass the Petey. Pass the Petey and a natural
0: 19, Petey. Um, You maybe over here Braxton saying, look, oh, we could take the rooftops or we could take um, the sewers. Those are both very viable options. Um, you're on the street. The streets are empty right now and you would have the cover of buildings from the um, spotlight itself. Um, but there's who's to say who's going to be hanging around um, or if there's going to be any sort of police force on the street? Also, Peter, um Meadows flying around somewhere. That would probably be your quickest way of getting there, but you would be super exposed. Um, to put it plainly, the, the, the safest way would be the sewers, most likely, um, but it's very unknown what's there. Um, however, the f- and it would probably take you longer, um, but the, the fastest way to get there would probably be meadow, um but it would be more dangerous. Um, and your tra- middle ground is the actual middle ground of the roofs of the streets.
1: How high up are they? They are not many stories? too...
0: Um, it had to be within... Um, Distance so that ro could misty step twenty feet. As your as is your distance for misty step twenty feet or thirty feet. Twenty. Twenty. Twenty feet, baby. They are exactly twenty feet. A twenty. We'll say twenty-three <laughs> feet off the ground because you'd have you could misty step most of the way up and then grab on.
1: Okay, PT is going to. Um, you mentioned this incredible earlier. Petey is going to. St- Lengthen himself as much as he possibly can, while staying upright, to try and like, be able to speak to them without shouting too much. So he's gonna stretch himself up as high as he can. But hey, hey, you guys, <sighs> Braxton, can you hear me? Yeah, how you doing? Hey, um, so I, uh, I just had a wee thought. Uh, we got this robot guy. Oh fuck, this hurts. We got this robot guy here. We got the streets, and then we got the sewer, but we also got metal flying in the sky, so we can get there on metal fast, or we can go in the streets, kind of like medium speed, but we don't know who we're going to run into, or we can go in the sewer, baby, the sewer. The sewer will take longer, a little bit harder to navigate, but, you know, if you're talking damp, dark, and cold, I'm your man. This is where I thrive, baby. Let's get me in the dark, dampy bits, you know? It's nice. It's nice down there. What do you say?
2: I don't hate the idea of the sewer. If that's uh, where you'd prefer to go.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think we do quite well down there. Uh, you you are uh, elf man. You got the dark vision, eh? Yeah. Yeah, you can see down there. You're fine. Hey, uh, Ro, can you see in the dark by any chance? Um, that
3: wasn't that wasn't part oh. of my character. But I'm just gonna just gonna say yes. I'll, I'll, I'll say yes. <laughs> I don't know.
0: It'd be so weird if you you couldn't, so yeah, Yeah. it'd be strange if you as a robot didn't have that ability, so yeah, I'll just, it. that's fine. Yes. Cool. Uh, So your plan is to take the sewers, is there anything anyone wants to discuss on that? You have no real way of uh, navigating that currently?
4: While we're up here, can we have a peek and see if we can spy what looks like an opera house from the rooftops? Yeah, you can roll my perception check.
3: I don't want to have a run-in with this Rat King. Does he inhabit the sewers?
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe. Hey, listen. What's a Rat King to me, baby?
2: What's a Rat King to a Rat God?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're talking my language, Albrex. That was probably meant as an insult, but I'll be honest, I kind of liked it.
4: Yeah, you know what? The rat king—we just heard about that from that crazy priest—and I'm sure there's no such thing as a rat king. <laughs>
1: yeah, and he said he said he was stealing loaves of bread. I thought the robots ate oil, so I don't know why they're making bread. I don't—I don't. I don't know, maybe it's like some sort of nuts and bolts bread. Common robot pastime. Baking baking bread is a common robot pastime. I'm so sorry, Ro. I didn't know that. I apologize. That was that was a. I apologise for my ignorance. You know what? Yeah, maybe maybe there is a rat king stealing loaves of bread.
0: Um, so you guys are heading for the sewers. Um, you quickly sort of scan the streets. Sorry, Sam, before I go on, Sam, what was your perception? I missed that there. 18. 18. Um, yeah, you can see it. It looks about, if you were to hazard a guess,
4: about five miles from here. But you can sort of see it in the distance. And we can see a general direction of where we head. Generally, in this way, we're getting closer. Yeah, you can see a general direction. Nice. Um, I don't have dark vision, so I will just like get a piggyback or hold someone's hand.
0: You feel Braxton. You feel a clammy hand uh, grasp yours from behind you, uh, without asking.
2: I hold it back. Ah, what a lovely yeah.
4: man! <laughs> tears, tears from the traumatic event, still drying. <laughs> Sky lets out a little smile.
1: Uh, can I please come down now? I'm still very stretched. This hurts. This is really painful.
4: Yeah, let's head for the sewers. Thank
1: God. And Pete's going to slink back down.
0: I like how in this episode you've started calling him Pete rather than Petey. It feels like he's aged.
1: He, <laughs> he, he is growing in my own head a wee bit. He's a lot more upbeat.
4: Oh, well, he's got all bones now, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got his
2: bones. Now starts slowly becoming Petey. In real life, we see Niall in Niall real life in the uh, in Spider Man where the um, Green Goblin's like looking at the mask. He's like talking <laughs> to the mask. And Niall does that with a bowl of jelly. <laughs> I have been like in my lying in my bed,
1: being like, "What would Pete do if like this happened?" Like frequently now, it's my favorite. Like I can't sleep tonight. I'm gonna inhabit Pete's brain for like an hour. One of the great method
2: actors of our time, Niall Curran.
1: <laughs> what can I say?
2: To the sewer!
0: Um, You guys quickly scan the street around you and you do see one of the kind of old sewer grates that that Petey had seen just about big enough uh, in size for each of you to sort of fit through. Um, It is sort of welded into the ground or secured there, so I'm going to need a strength check from someone, um,
2: the strong one of the group. I know someone who likes doing strength checks. Who could it be? (laughs) It's Ro. in case anyone was wondering.
1: I'm strong (laughs) Could I give uh, the help action by um, I gave Ro the arm so could I then take the arm back off her and use it as like a wedge to give her advantage
0: Sure, you can do that horrible thing (laughs) Um, (laughs) You use a severed arm as a
4: wedge Did they take the body with them or is that guy's body still like here They left it Oh, that's sad
3: So the first one is 15, which would be 20 with my plus 5. And the second one is 7, so it's 20.
0: I'm going to tell you that's more than enough as you one-handed pick this and soak it up and just rip it off and throw it down the street. Um, You guys peer down the hole into inky blackness with nothing reporting back bar the sound of softly flowing liquid and the smell of old motor oil and discarded coolant.
3: This brings me back.
0: <laughs> Does anyone want to say anything or do anything before you guys sort of take a leap in? Hey,
1: Sky. Um, how you doing, kid? You all right?
4: Yeah, I mean, I can't see in the dark, but like, I'll just hold Mister Braxton's hand, and I'll be okay. But if anything, if any noises happen, I- I'm turning on this here torch, and I'm gonna need to see. Oh,
1: of course, yeah. Like, don't want to get scared.
4: I'm not scared of the dark.
1: Oh, no, I know, but. Whoa. What? Hey, like, it's okay to be scared of the dark. You're not scared of the dark, you're scared of the unknown. And that's okay. It's okay to have fears. Um, and it's just in case you want a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a, a you know, uh, a little bit of courage, you know. I um, I take out my jug and I start to I make it produce some beer. And I make a cup in my hand. To, like, do you want a drink?
4: <laughs> Sky looks at the lake the 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 fresh beer pouring into an already ooze semi solid semi liquid <laughs> container and goes unsure of where the beer ends and the hand begins take a drink i better not but Be- thanks thanks Petey but i i i i, I want to stay sharp
1: okay more for Petey and i'll just absorb it into my own hand and back into my body
0: Take a drink from my body cup. Um, It's a body shot, bro. It's a literal body (laughs) shot. Uh, um, Or is it a jelly shot? Who knows? Um, (laughs) You guys uh, take the plunge uh, and dive through the manhole as everything goes black and for a split second you're suspended in nothingness. Nothing exists outside of this here and now and you think that maybe you could simply just float into non-existence. And then you hit the shallow pool of robot sewage below you, uh, bringing you all rapidly back to reality. Um, you're all splashed head to toe with discarded, um, gross fluids. There's, there's no real telling exactly what it is. It's sort of sticky, sort of sleek, and it smells absolutely
1: horrendous. Oh, I uh, I gotta say, I was I talked a big game. Uh, I don't I don't like this. This is not what you expected. I I have uh trundled my way through uh the sewers before, but that was you know like humanoids. I uh, I'm going to hold my breath for an hour. Okay?
2: I mean this isn't great, but I don't think it's as as bad as a sewer that we're used to would be. I sorry, oh, i gonna hold my breath.
1: I don't mind the usual smell from the sewer. It's a bit more natural to me. This, this is a, uh, this is nice. This is nice. How often
2: are either of you in sewers? This sounds like you're always in fucking sewers. I feel like with our lines of work and the fact that we live in a cartoon universe uh, really (laughs) appears quite a lot. Always falling down manholes and shit, and it's like, whoa! We're always worried about quicksand and dropping anvils on each other's heads. (laughs) Pianos (laughs) and shit. Petey's, like, constantly, like, running drugs and other illegal items
1: through cities in the sewers, and he doesn't like to be the type of boss that's, like, sat back in a big comfy chair telling everyone what to do. He likes to be in and about it still. Yeah, you know, show the guys that he's so he's at the front lines most of the time in the sewers. Um,
0: if someone, whoever's taking the lead here in this sort of narrow, dark, dingy tunnel, um, would like to roll me a survival check as you wade through the, the sort of knee deep um, for some of you, um, the knee deep sort of excrement, or robot excrement, as you try to navigate your way. I got
2: seventeen for survival.
0: Seventeen, you. Have navigated sewers before, as we've just clarified. Um, so you can have a rough understanding of, okay, this is the way that this is flowing, that's the direction I know that that's that going in, this is the path I'll take. Although it sort of winds, you're always able to find your way back to the right spot on a 17. Um, it is a five-mile walk, so you are walking for, for a, a, a considerable amount of time here. Um, it's not going to help as well that you're sort of walking through what is difficult terrain
2: and um, What do you guys talk about while you're walking? Ro, how do you feel about, uh, about what happened earlier about Frederick 1.2?
4: Yeah, how you doing,
2: Ro?
3: I'm holding up. Being in the sewer is bringing back some old memories.
1: Oh, what were you doing in the sewer?
3: You know, in my line of work, you know what we like? In sewers, (laughs) up a tree, (laughs) anywhere, baby.
1: Hey, you know, you gotta go where the work is, whether it's in the sewer, the street, the sky, the trees. You're right. I, uh, frequently find myself in places like this. You know, it happens. You sometimes... One day, you're, uh, taking a shipment across the city, and then someone like you, Mr. Braxton will show up, you know, guns blazing. You gotta get out of there fast, you know. You can either take the streets, might get caught, or you go into the sewers, baby. The sewers, the sewers is where it's at. Back in my hometown, I tell you, we had our whole <laughs> city under the sewers. All right, it was great. You know why I'm not scared of no rat
2: king? I met plenty of rat people in my time. You don't have to sell us on the sewers, PD. We're already here. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to sell it. I, I'm just saying,
1: you know, like Sky. How does how how do you feel right now walking through this city? You know this not this the suit. How are you feeling? You know, do you feel like you're back in touch with nature almost? You're like sometimes you need to go, you know, where 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 shit is darkest,
4: literally in this case, to like you know, get in touch with yourself, you know? This guy's like Doing some very concentrated and repetitive breathing, and just in between finds moments to be like, "Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm managing fine." Sky, all you're doing is inhaling
0: motor oil fumes faster and faster, um, as your head gets lighter and lighter the more
1: you do
5: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey,
1: Sky, um, I got. Okay, you're freaking out. It's okay, kid. I'm gonna reach into my uh, my suitcase, my uh, violin case, sorry, and I'm gonna pull out the helmet for one of the spacesuits and just pop it on Sky's head. You feel better? I, I, I suppose it's a little better. Yeah. It's, it's a little better, yeah. You can breathe yeah. now, kid. It's alright. No more fumes, baby.
4: <sighs> yeah, I can breathe. I can breathe.
1: I don't know about you, Braxton. I'm getting a little bit of a buzz off of these fumes. Bro, huh? are you feeling this? I feel pretty good.
3: Are you feeling it now, Mr Krabs?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel pretty good. So
0: as you sort of make your way through the sewers and progress a little bit, you walk for around uh, about an hour, two hours, um, through this sort of sludge and oil. Um, I'm going to need Sky to
4: roll a perception check. I can't see down here. But is it is it not relying on sight, I suppose? It's not uh, reliant on sight, but roll with
0: disadvantage. Two plus four is six. Um on a six, uh you sort of you're feeling some like air coming through, you're getting some smells, you're hyperventilating, um you've got this helmet on. You go to adjust the helmet, um, I believe that you have on um As you do so, it slips a little bit, you kind of lose your balance. You put your hand against uh, the wall, the sort of wall next to you, and it's horrible and cold and slimy, but you feel a crack, uh, like an opening, um, that as you put your hand around it, it it seems to open up into a a sort of larger area. Um, You can't see it, um, but what would you like to do?
4: Uh, Guys, I, I feel a crack... Oh, what is it? Oh, my. <laughs> not his crack, not my crack, not your crack. There's a crack in the wall. There's a hole in the wall? I know
2: somebody who loves to squeeze through cracks. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby,
1: let me see that crack.
0: <laughs> P.A. and all the others that can sort of see, uh, you guys look and there's about a a crack that's about less than about half a foot wide um, in the wall. Um... P.E. you guys look through. P.E. you sort of squeeze through. Is that what you're doing? Uh, will I be able to squeeze through, but keep my bones? I'm going to say, yeah, you could probably rearrange your bones a little bit, the, the sort of width of it. Pop them in single file. Yeah, pop them in like single file. Like a big file. snake. <laughs> oh, my God. A snake <laughs> with a human skull. Um, <laughs> you yeah. rearrange your bones. Um, I'm sure that's going to be a great sound effect for for Max. Um, as you <laughs> slither your way in through this crack um, and have a look inside. You have dark vision, Pete? Uh, yes, I do. You see before you what looks like a quaint little mm-hmm. home. Uh, there is one large straw bed um, and four small ones sort of dotted around it. Uh, in the centre of the room, there's a cooking pot. Uh, that's sort of resting on coals in the centre, still slightly hot you can kind of feel there's no uh, there's a tiny bit of light emanating from it, like from the death of a fire but not enough to illuminate the room Uh, hanging in the corner as you look around in a handmade coat rack four little bandanas uh, one red, one purple, one orange and one blue Uh, and in the far, far corner of the room An old, metallic chair. Dirty and tarnished. Golden plating on it, with beautiful inlays and designs. Some would say like a throne, or at least a throne that once was. And scattered around it, the
1: remnants of bread loaves.
3: This is giving Goldilocks.
1: Uh, Like Goldilocks, uh, Petey is going to sample the chair. Petey, what's in there? Oh, you guys are going to want to see this. Great. Right, right, so we got a couple beds, right? Oh, we got, oh, cool, these cool bandanas. Can, I'm going to take, uh, what colours were they again, Josh?
0: Uh, the bandanas were red, purple, orange, and blue.
2: Is there any empty pizza boxes around?
0: Um, <laughs> yes, there are plenty of empty pizza boxes around. Like on. a skateboard and... Yeah, there's some pretty <laughs> radical things. You know. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very tubular. <laughs> oh my god uh, I'm gonna take the purple bandana I'm just gonna like I'm gonna try and like fashion it I'm gonna take off my tie and try and fashion it into more of, like a cravat almost
0: like fucking Fred from Scooby-Doo yeah, um, but with like... a purple one
1: yeah and then uh, quick you guys you gotta get in here you gotta see it. You got this fancy golden chair it's like, a, it's like a throne you know and they got these beds and oh there's lots of bread. I am assuming I'd be quite hungry by this point. Can I eat some of this bread? You can eat some of the bread, you chew it. It's beautifully made
0: sourdough It's a little bit um it's a little bit stale, but it's still nice. Still got a bit of a nice crust to it. Um, I, it's been made with love, you can taste.
1: This this is good. Um you know, bro, you'll know this whenever you're baking bread. If you gotta have like, you know, bread crumbs, you're gonna wanna use a bit of staler bread. You know, this is nice. You guys have gotta get in here. You gotta see this. Can we fit through the crack?
0: You could probably all other than Ro, you could all squeeze through. Hey Ro, give it a smash. Smash it open. You could probably smash through
2: the wall.
1: Do I wanna smash the sir?
2: Also, this is someone's home we're looking at.
1: You know, like if you leave your front door open, someone's gonna steal your stuff, you know? We need to have a sense of personal responsibility. So if you're gonna leave a big crack open in the side of your house, someone's gonna come in, and that's me, baby. I'm gonna come in that crack and I'm gonna eat your bread. <laughs> what the
2: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Earlier on, we said you. this is a raunchy late-night episode.
3: <laughs> and eat your bread.
2: <laughs> and eat your bread, bro. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mum. I'm sweating
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wet, but I'm not sweating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Anywho, uh, now while you're sitting in that chair, you sort of feel... Uh, or, pety, or Pete, while you're sitting in the chair, you sort of feel a... a sort of kingliness to you. A sort of feeling of royalty. But what, what is a king... Without a crown. You think that in your head and as you... As that thought crosses your mind, you look to your left and see on a little side table a tiny little crown. A tiny little crown gold, some jewels in it. A crown big enough for a rat to wear.
2: Oh my God!
1: If I take that crown, I'm going to reach and I'm going to grab the crown
0: You grab the crown. As you hold it in your hand, it almost shakes
1: with some sort of energy, some sort of royal energy. I'm going to... I'm not going to put it on me directly. I'm going to put it on top of my hat and, like, almost like an accessory for my hat. So it's like the little, like, downward bit of my hat will fit, slide nice in there. I'm just going to... then sit back in the chair.
0: You lay back in the chair... And then, from the shadows, you hear a voice. Wouldst thou wear the tiny crown? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, PT, um never feeling more exposed in his entire life than sitting, um, man-spreading on a giant throne. Uh, he's going to draw his gun and shoot into the dark, panicking.
0: Row wrote a hit with disadvantage an
1: 18 and uh, that's an 18 to hit you hear
0: sort of echoing through wouldst thou wear the tiny crown the crown that rightfully belongs to the rat (coughs) you fire your gun and all goes silent as then you hear something slump and fall to the ground you turn to the corner and you see an old rat man in a satin robe with a cane lying on the ground, bleeding to death. And then you hear, you hear the scuttering of feet. You hear, Father, no! <laughs>
2: as you see, Oh, Jesus Christ, Petey, what have you done?
0: Four turtles run out. <laughs> totally not red, dude! As they all oh, gather round the body of the rat father. <laughs> Tears amongst them. They
1: all look up at you. Is he making death saving those? Is he... No, he's dead.
4: You shot him. Does anyone have a vivify? Can I I just dart in and try and stabilise him?
0: (laughs) Uh, Roll me a dexterity check to fit through the hole in time Um, as the turtles all look at you, Petey, and they say,
1: This isn't the fucking end of this, man. We're going to fucking get our turtle revenge. Hey, listen, um... You're, you're, uh, is this your father? This is your father. Okay. <laughs> this is our adoptive rat father. <laughs>
2: okay, um, I, uh... How I often refer to Nile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. I was sitting in your chair in hindsight, not, the, not the, the kindest thing to do. I got scared. I got a fright. I, you know, it's my instincts. I hear a noise. I shoot it. I, I am sorry. I thought I turned a new leaf. I thought I was better than this. I, uh... Oh fuck, I killed you dead. Um could someone help me please? Pete's gonna break down. What did you roll S-S
0: guy? Twenty two. Twenty two? You're through that hole in a shot, bro. But uh you're not even on a twenty two you're not fast enough to save the Rat King. Um as his turtle children look at you and look at Pete, and start to drag the Rat King away into the darkness. One of them stands and looks you dead in the eye, sort of oldest of them, and says, This isn't over.
1: Turtle power!
0: And then, uh, runs into the darkness.
1: I- Wait! Wait! What's your name? I- I didn't mean to kill your act, Dad! I didn't- Oh! Fuck! I didn't- Oh! Guys, you gotta believe me, it was an accident! I didn't mean it!
4: Petey, get out of their chair. When they come back to kill you, I'm not going to help you stop them.
1: Oh, oh, everyone was nice to Ro when she crushed the man's skull. Oh, I accidentally killed one rat!
2: Somebody ran at Ro with a chainsaw and a drill and all sorts of things, and she crushed them to death. An old man spoke to you and you shot him.
1: (laughs) I heard a creepy noise from the shadows. It was a a creepy
0: noise. Just a man speaking English from the corner. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Can I have a look at the crown?
0: Yes, roll me an arcana check. 18. You have a look at it. This clearly has some sort of magical property to it. Um, You don't know for certain what specifically it does. Um... But it does have some sort of magical ability to it. Um, You'll need a bit more time to sort of study it to to find out its exact purpose. I'd like to put it on as a ring. You wear it as a little ring and you instantly feel the magic of it uh, sort of flow through your body um, as it cinches around (laughs) your finger, becoming the perfect fit um, and becoming uh, stuck, unable to be
1: removed. It was the crown. The crown made me do it. The crown made me kill the rat, man. It was the crown. It was crown madness. That's what it was. It wasn't me. You gotta... <laughs> bro, bro. you gotta watch Braxton now. He got that crazy crown.
2: Crown madness when you just can't wait for the next season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> crown madness is when you go to the dentist for the
2: first time in like three years. <laughs> right, who's got another one? Someone get another one. <laughs> on, well, will have a go. What's crown madness?
4: <laughs> oh, I can't think of
0: one. Something to do with a bald spot in the
2: back of my head. I don't know. Something like
0: that. <laughs> nah, listen, they can't all be fucking big hitters am I right? am improver. <laughs> um, cool. Are you guys uh, leaving this area that I've not written
2: anything more about? No, we're gonna stay and explore it even more. I'm actually moving into this house. <laughs> you can move in. Don't you? Live can there, I do your downtime?
1: Um, can I do an investigation check in the crown to see if the crown made me kill that guy?
0: You can roll me an insight check into your own
1: self. Okay. Can I do it with advantage because it's me that I'm in trying to get insight on?
0: I'm going to say no, you can give me a straight roll because I don't feel Petey has the emotional uh, maturity to have advantage on an insightful look into himself.
1: Petey honestly thought he did, but... You need a
3: therapist present for advantage on that.
0: Yeah.
1: That is a um, 14 on the die.
0: 14 on the die. you Think about what you've done and you look at yourself and you look at your life and you think, man, maybe I am a really fucking bad person. Maybe this is just my nature to harm and to murder.
3: Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krebs? <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: did you say that or did Rose say that? Uh, both. <laughs> so you guys uh, move on from this area.
1: Before before we move on, um, Petey is going to uh, take out both of his handguns and he's going to give one to Sky and one to Rose, and just be like, "I uh, I don't trust myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk ahead." I it can right. see this ending really. <laughs> really badly,
0: but okay. So you don't have a you don't have a weapon anymore.
1: I have I have a rapier and a dagger, two daggers actually. Where, where? In my in my suitcase.
0: Ah, oh, okay. I thought they
4: were just in your body. <laughs> Sky fully does not want a murder weapon and happily refuses.
1: Please take my guns. Braxton, if, if Sky won't take them,
3: Petey, I'm already carrying a severed arm on your behalf. I don't want to take your gun too.
1: I'll hold to the guns. Uh, I'll I'll take the severed arm off of Row and hand Braxton my handguns.
0: Cool, you hand them over um, and sort of disarm yourself of those. Um, and Braxton, you sort of put them into like little holsters you've got like it's like very comical just the amount of weapons and holsters you just have attached to you at all the time. so there is space
2: you can just put them in i look like a, a 90s comic book character <laughs> it's just like pouches and holsters early and punisher guns comics.
5: Everywhere. Uh, yeah. early <laughs> punisher
2: um
0: you guys continue on through the sewers uh, eventually finding um, braxton where you believe uh, is the right place to exit and um, sort of <clears throat> climb your way out into the street, Um, and finally uh, your laboured lungs catch a sharp sigh of relief as in front of you rests the Royal Albert Hall a beautiful-looking building, grand in design, its rotunda shape boasting some of Robot London's most iconic architecture. Uh, You also take note of the age of the building. This is the first uh, original sort of bronze work you've seen um, since arriving here, Um, sort of the oldest of the metals that would maybe be there. Um, Were it under better circumstances, this would definitely be a moment for the scrapbook. Um... No pun intended with scrap. Um, <laughs> the old building's doors lie closed. Snugly fit chains. Huge and rusted bar any potential theatre goes, while a, so a skeletal frame of scaffold stands guard around the hall's exterior. What would you like to do?
4: Uh, I suppose we should look for a way in. Cool,
0: anyone can roll me an investigation check. Six.
4: Uh-
5: 15.
0: Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Well... Ooh. 8. 8. So on a dirty 20 sky, you have a look about... Um, you see, sort of higher up, maybe about 60 feet up on the scaffolding um, near the top, uh, so what looks like an open window that hasn't properly been barred up that you could get through. Um, but you also think you could probably break this door open uh, between you all. Um, it's sort of the decision up to you, what, what
4: you know, would be the 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 most intelligent move to make. Gang, I think we should go for that window. We've already proved we're more than capable climbers. Let's 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 get the drop on this stripper. All right, taking your lead on this one, kid. Let's go for the window. Well, well, I, I'm I'm in the leads. Well, you came up with the plan. Let's follow it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I I'm in the lead. This is this is my plan. I'm in charge. Let's go. And you're like. Snaps his fingers twice and like points. He says, "Let's go." Don't be
1: that guy. Don't snap your fingers at people, okay? Nobody, res- don't. Okay. I, I I like your energy. I like your energy. Just just don't snap. It's, it, people don't like that.
2: Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So People don't like when you shoot them in the chest either. <laughs> point. Uh, point. Take, Um. Anyone? So all of you actually, you're
0: climbing up. You can roll me uh, athletics checks. Fifteen.
3: Mine
0: is 21. 24 with a nat 20. Nice. A five. Um. So Braxton, Roe and Sky especially, you guys. Sky, you take the lead here and you are uh, like a gymnast climbing up this thing. You're swinging on poles and shit and you're very nimbly, like diving between very thin planks and things. Um, Rowe and Braxton, you have, you know done things like this before, breaking and entering, it's sort of your whole MO when it comes to catching perps, um, so you guys make it up pretty easily. P.T. you are struggling. Um, the one thing no one told you about having bones is, is uh, you've got a sort of extra, a, a decrease, sorry, a decreased level of, of bendiness and flexibility as you keep snagging uh, your your different fucking bones and shit on uh, species between planks. Uh, I'm going to see you gain a level of exhaustion
1: wet yeah
0: you gain a level of exhaustion
1: okay what does that entail again
0: um i believe one the first level of exhaustion is disadvantage on attacks and ability checks
1: okay gee whiz okay oh it's it's really not pete's day guys
4: actions and consequences oh my
0: who the thought um, so you guys make your way to the top Peter. you do make it eventually but very worse for wear as you get there um, and you break your way through the, the, the little amount of shutter that's on the window um, carefully I might add you're not like just jumping through as I imagine you probably wouldn't do that um, clang the sound of your metal feet row echo through the vast darkness before you Amphitheatre-style seating on all sides, uh, dust collecting on them you can vaguely make out, uh, looking around here from the minute moonlight pouring in through the window you entered in. uh, Silhouettes, humanoids, dotted, all around the room on all levels, in no real particular order, all facing inwards towards a central stage, Awaiting the beginning of a no doubt macabre show. What do you do? Macabre. Macab. Macabre. Yeah, macabre. I've only ever read it. I've never ever heard that word. Right. That's a good word. Yeah. Macabre Nice use of it. I'm not. You know what? I'm not afraid of using words that I've never. You said shouldn't out loud. Be. I'm. I'm sticking with macabre. That sounds better. <laughs> that's not what you say said. said. Macabre. Macabre. That's Mac- the Scottish version, it. not so <laughs> a cool
1: Scottish name, man. Eh?
2: What would you like to do, other than correct me? (laughs) Um, I'd like to look for, like, vantage points, like I'm always trying to do. Somewhere up high I can go with my sniper to get a good look at the whole place. Um, You can roll me a perception check for that. What is everyone else doing? What are these silhouettes? Who are these people?
0: You don't know. You can't make it out. Um, They're all sort of dotted around. Like, in seats? There's none... Yeah, in seats, as if they're a sort of audience that have been placed there. Um, There's none that are directly near you guys right now. Um, They're all sort of faced towards a central stage in the middle, sort of in the round. I got a dirty 20. Dirty 20, Braxton. You look around, um, and with a little light um, with your dark vision, you see that there would be uh, sort of ladders up to... um, like above, there's like um, what do you call it? Where it's like walkways above, like the the roof and all that, with people at lighting crew would be like a, a lighting rig the sort cat of thing. Walks or something yeah, like catwalks and I saw a sort of lighting rig at the top that would be excellent for it. Um, but the ladders and any of the ropes or anything to get up there have been, from what you see, removed, like forcibly like ripped off.
1: Hey, uh, I uh, I don't know if this is uh, useful. I have uh, this uh, this rope in my bag. Do you want the rope? I got fifty feet of hemp rope. You have your fifty foot of D and D rope. I yeah. I don't know why we all have this, but I have it. And if you'd like it, um, maybe you could uh I take um the my thigh bones out of my torso, Jesus make a cross, <laughs> and uh, and like add some extra bones and wrap the rope around it to try and make a grappling hook for Braxton.
0: Yeah, you can. I'm just going to allow you to do that because um, it's cool. You make a grappling hook. Um, as you're doing that, you hear a voice ring out from seemingly nowhere, and it says, uh, This is your five-minute call. All actors, please make their way to the stage. Thank you, five. <laughs> I hate you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what are you guys looking to do?
1: I'll hand Bratz in the rope. And say, if you want to uh, go up there... Um, in the high bit, you let me know I, 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 what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do?
2: You're going to want to be somewhere, you know, on the ground. You've lost your ranged weapons. You've got to use them, so if you want to use those blades of yours, you got to be down low, I reckon. Yeah, uh, should I go to the
4: stage? Are we the actors, or are we the audience?
5: That's
3: life's big question. <laughs>
4: <laughs> As you debate
0: a pop of a switch being flipped, as a single spotlight shines down onto the stage before you can get there, illuminating a solo figure, his back to you, but the unmistakable shine of golden spandex pants.
1: Arsal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Arsal out. No, he's no, he's got pants on.
1: <laughs> Would we have uh, during like, I was in a booth at the time. A would I have ever seen the Hipterus before? Um, roll my history check. I'm assuming with disadvantage? Uh, no, with uh, just flat, flat roll.
0: Oh no, you're exhausted. Yeah, you've got exhaustion. Yeah, disadvantage.
3: Can he not d- drink a coffee?
1: Sick of this. Well, right, right, right. There's, I'm assuming that there's like a, a concession stand somewhere in this. <laughs> theatre would it be possible for me quickly before the combat to make a coffee a really strong coffee and that would help my exhaustion but wouldn't cure it completely I will
0: allow PT, here's my trade off to cure your exhaustion you can uh, metabolise the marrow from the inside of the human bones that you have but in doing so, sacrificing the strength
4: bonus
2: that that gives you. Oh, oh wait, Pete, you know what you could do?
4: Oh, what can I do?
2: What you could do is uh, metabolise, you know, like an entire one of your bone arms, of the arms of the bone, how much I say? You could metabolise all the bones in one arm and then use uh, Frederick 1.2's robot arm as a replacement arm.
1: Would that be an acceptable compromise, Josh,
2: or do you need the whole skeleton? I'll allow it. You're gonna be the most fucked up looking person by the means.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll absorb all the bones in my. Which arm did I rip off? You le- ripped off the right arm. I'll take off all the bones in my. Uh, my right arm and I'll just kind of like. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm just gonna try and like squeeze the marrow out of the bones and absorb it. You guys watch. um, You're in
0: the lair of a serial killer that you've been hunting. um, As you watch, as Petey just slowly uh, squeezes bone marrow from inside of his own body um, and makes it dissipate as to cure his exhaustion uh, over the course of 20 minutes.
1: (laughs) So, and I can now use the robot
0: arm? You... Pick up the robot arm and jam it into your own
1: sludgy self. I don't think, I don't think that would, because of how big it is, it would be bigger than my actual arms. So would I be able to put my arm into it and wear
0: it? You can wear it like a gauntlet. Um, you wear it like a huge robot gauntlet, and I'm going to say on a melee attacks,
1: um, you can add an extra damage die. Oh. Thank you guys for waiting. I appreciate the wait. Uh, I just, you know, I feel better now. I feel better now. So who are we, uh, who are we going after? Did you say it was a hip thrust? That looks like one of the guests at the boat party. Do you guys know him?
3: Boy, do I.
1: <laughs> yeah, did something happen between you guys? I don't know. Like Braxton said said something, you know, the other day about this guy. Uh, what did you do? Did you fight him?
3: In a way. This feckless buffoon challenged me to a dance off. He couldn't handle the heat, so he got out of the kitchen.
1: <laughs> Damn. Uh, so, all of the Is he doing all of this because you bet him at a dance off?
3: I can only assume so.
2: It was quite the humiliation. It it was. Roe was magnificent.
3: Yeah, to be there. Of course, there.
2: that goes without saying.
3: One of my
1: finest so what do you think we should do Brexton Sky Sky this is your plan you're leading the show aren't you
2: my plan
4: I don't know Rose got the beef with him
3: we should all have beef with him
2: I'm going to get the grappling hook and sling it up try and throw it over one of the catwalks so I can get up there cool um, roll me um, give me a strength
0: throw as you're doing that by the way I'd like to point out this whole time it's been like half an hour's passed maybe like 25 minutes this figure in the centre of the stage with the spotlight hasn't moved this has he been stood
2: with his back to you? Actually, maybe I don't want to be on the stage because he's there. Actually, can I go up to like an upper circle instead? Is that where you're trying to go? Yeah. Well, you yeah. guys,
0: I, 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 I don't think I've been clear with where you are. You guys are like the highest, most point you could be without being in the the catwalk. You're like so it's like amphitheater style seating
2: where it's like sort of on an upward gradient. You're at the top of that. Oh yeah, you did say that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be too close to the stage, but I'd like to be up. What did you roll again? I've not actually rolled yet. Um uh, seven. Uh, seven
0: U. You, you're trying I to throw it are. up there. Yeah, you're trying to throw it up there. It's not quite lodging in. There doesn't there's not really anything up there for it to catch. Um, just with the shape of the bones and stuff. Um, know, you could perhaps maybe use it for something else later, but currently it doesn't seem like that's an a a, a possibility for you. Um what are you guys looking
2: to do? I will just if I can't get anywhere new, I'm just going to post up with the with the sniper and aim it at the guy, and then I'm going to cast Bless on everybody. Actually, so I'll just cast it on everybody. I'll cast it at second level. Cool. You cast... You give everyone a little
0: blessing. Um, how does that manifest? Do you have, like, a little holy symbol or something?
2: Yeah, I pull it... So that I've got, like, a... It's a cross here on a chain. Sort of, like, hold it up, give it a little kiss, and say, uh, May my allies strike fear in my enemies' hearts today. And then you all feel a little...
5: <laughs>
2: that ha gives you a 1d4 to your attack rolls or yeah to your to hit rolls that ha has the same feeling that a
0: cold bidet would have on you um, that's how I patch it up oh. um,
4: it's nice it's quite nice um, alright gang I've just remembered that this guy is probably the reason that a lot of people are dead so we should yeah Braxton you're good here and let's let's go get him and I'll draw my rapier and like start down the steps
3: Okay, so he's not moved. He's not moved. Is he, like, breathing? Is it a cardboard cutout?
0: Um, anyone can roll me a perception check. Oh, it's crazy high. 24. 24, you aim your sights at the guy in the middle. Train them on him. Um, and as you're kind of breathing it in, uh, Braxton, you know hip thirst to be humanoid with skin. Uh, whoever this is in the middle is metallic
2: does not have skin. Okay, I'll pass that information on.
1: I knew it. Yeah, I suggest what what this guy, uh, this hip thrust is wanting us to do is he's wanting us to go down there and he's wanting us to like, we don't want to play his game. Uh, maybe Braxton, just shoot this guy from here. Just pop a shot at him.
2: Do you remember what happened last time we shot a decoy or we attacked a decoy? Do you remember what happened? We killed the chief of police.
1: Yeah you know what you're right I I, uh, I don't think you should trust my judgement in this moment in time I'll take a step back
2: god Pete is really having a crisis of confidence in this episode <laughs> he, yeah
1: I who would have thought that me shooting at disadvantage would hit a 19 that's insane
0: you guys hear are uh, another voice or the same voice coming through that sort of tannoy uh, and it says all
4: actors please take the stage showtime is upon us what do you want to do, kids? I reckon Braxton could maybe hang fire, do some snippy sniping, but maybe the rest of us could head down. Yeah, we got your back, bro. Whatever you want to do.
3: I feel like we should surround the stage without entering it because he's trying... He, this guy, you don't know him. He is a master of theatrics. <laughs> He's, like, trying to get us, like, all on the stage, so I feel like we should all go around it. You know what I mean? I feel like we're going to be, like, attacked on the stage.
4: We'll make a perimeter.
3: Can we try and... I don't have a torch or anything to light up, but can I turn my brightness up and just... You...
0: <laughs> like on, like, a touchpad slider, you turn your brightness up as your eyes sort of glow a little bit more. Um, It's not like a... Hu- yeah, it's like a sort of perimeter around you um, for about five feet is a little bit brighter. Um, but it makes your vision a little bit better. Um so is that what you guys are doing other than Braxton, you're sort of forming a perimeter around the stage.
1: I will like, go, oh, what do you what do you call it, Raggle like, stage left?
0: You make your way down there and as you get closer, the three of you, um and sort of circle around, you see that the figure on the stage is a familiar one dressed in the clothes of hip thrust, this sort of spandex uh, pants like a um coat, um you see it as the little, the, the news, the news boy, the Pippity Popperton uh, from the beginning, um, eyeless. Eyeless? Eyeless. He has no lenses.
3: That means he's made a, a whole robot. If, I think, because he was only missing an arm and eyes.
0: Thank God I didn't fucking shoot him. Kid! He says nothing.
1: Can you hear me? Um, Is there any, is there anything around me? Like, just little bits of, like, or like you find,
0: uh, you find a rotten tomato.
4: I'm going to throw the. Don't ro- throw the rotten tomato. <laughs> oh
1: no! <laughs> I'm just trying to get this guy's attention. Uh, just let his feet to try and like see if he's like alive. If you throw the rotten
0: tomato, um, just sort of by his feet and it does not move or react, and it becomes even clearer um, that this is not an alive person standing before you.
1: Oh my god!
3: Pepper tea they got you too
0: <laughs> one by one spotlights flip on from above you illuminating every single one of you including you Braxton um, for a second you're all sort of blinded from the change in uh, illumination you can now see each other very clearly but especially those with dark vision you cannot see out of the light you're in because as I'm led to believe that works as if you're in light you can't see in dark Um, so almost rendering you all blind uh, from what's around you other than each other Um, you then hear disembodied clapping slowly creeping its way towards you from the other side
2: of the room Someone shagging in the The slow loving. Um,
0: <laughs> a familiar voice calls out What's grooving, little babies? Um, <laughs> You've jived your way all around this town in search of the honky cat they call the stripper. And then the voice stops briefly and then reappears again from the complete opposite side of the room, closer to you, Braxton. But it looks like you've fallen into a sexy little trap. And then it disappears and goes somewhere else and says, Ah, but I gather that your tiny little minds are still doing the twisted cha-cha of confusion. Who is he? (laughs) He is I! One by one, spotlights spring to life all across the theatre, illuminating eight identical figures. The unmistakable spandex-clad villain that you know as Hip Thrust. they simultaneously click their fingers as a gargantuan disco ball lowers from the ceiling above and multicoloured strobe lights pulse along with a beat so fucking dirty I will forever sully the name of the Albot Hall <laughs> <laughs> it's time to dance till you drop and everyone can roll me initiative so what's everyone's role uh, I got a ten.
3: I got thirteen.
0: Sixteen. Five. So first to act there is
4: Sky. So are the eight different images of the the guy? Are they all moving? They're all sort of gyrating. They're not only like moving position. <laughs> they're all
0: standing where they were, but they're all they're not standing still. So hot. It's so hot, bro.
4: They're the <laughs> and they're And they're all out in the audience. Yeah, they're all around in the audience. I mean, I might be about to really muck up here, but um, the first thing you're going to do, because I'm not sure any sort of offence is going to work right now, so I'm going to cast Blur, and all of a sudden any creature that sort of sees me with eyes... Uh, yeah i start to like blur and shift and back and forth and waving and it's like hard to actually get a sight on me so anybody who s- has to attack me with sight has disadvantage and i'm going to hop up on the stage and try and sort of get a good sort of screen of the whole audience and just take a defensive position so i don't get surrounded in the audience ladies and gentlemen Blur has taken the stage um the dum
0: dum uh, you jump up onto the stage. Um, f- does this? Everyone will see you being blood and it's like everyone with eyes sees you bloody. Is that how that works?
4: Yeah, it's just in case there's anybody who has like sort of sees through illusions or has true sight or blind sight. But most people, I- I've sort of like it's like it's kind of like you know when the Flash can like dart back and forth and make like an illusion. It's like sh- it's like halfway between that when it's like shifty and or constantly in motion. You guys see this like almost motion sickness inducing uh, effect on Sky
0: as he dives onto the stage as he's like almost incomprehensible like he's moving it's as if his body's shaking and moving so quickly that it's all just a complete blur Um, and yes anyone that now attacks you will have disadvantage. Is there anything else you would like to do? Nah I'm happy with that for now. Cool Um, it's then going to be Ro's turn. How many what's he
3: called? Hip thrust. Hip thrust. How many of them
0: are sort of directly facing me? All of them, they're all sort of facing directly in towards the stage, but from different angles.
3: Okay. Uh, This is literally the reason I made this character this is (laughs) her whole character is based off of the Break Free music video by Ariana Grande and if you've seen that music video (laughs) you'll know that at one point she like flicks her hair and then two massive she has laser tits um nice so (laughs) Ro has that on my character sheet it's down as javelin tits so it acts as like javelin (laughs) Um, call you
0: javelin tits (laughs) (laughs) Cool, who, who is it you're attacking? Is it just one of them, or are you... Can you hit multiple with that?
3: Uh, I'm gonna... Well, there's two... Two boobs, Um So... <laughs> I'm gonna go for, like, just aim at two... The two sort of most direct in-front ones.
0: Cool, I'll allow that if you give me two separate attack rolls.
3: So the first one is one.
0: <laughs> cool.
3: Second one is nat 20.
2: Really? Yeah, that is crazy. 21. Turn your camera around, let's see it going. 20. 20.
0: Listen, everyone's a little bit lopsided. Um, you <laughs> fire <laughs> one, <laughs> goes.
3: That's a
0: slow bumper, George. <laughs> a way homer. Um, that's a way homer, that one. Um, blasts one of the, the areas of, of chairs to pieces, uh, dust and, and metal fly. Uh, the other one finds purchase uh, on uh, one of the eight um, hip thrust uh, uh, clones almost around you. Can you roll me damage on that, please?
3: That is
0: five plus five, ten. Ten? <sighs> you smack it with this laser and it immediately bursts into flames and pieces uh, and crumbles to the ground. Destroyed.
3: When she opens her mouth and plays Break Free by Ariana Grande.
0: (laughs) just, like, echoes uh, through the the Royal Albert Hall. It's the fucking best gag anyone's seen here in years. Um, It's then going to be uh, the turn of the many hip thrusts, the seven remaining hip thrusts. Um, They sort of look around at each other, never once stopping sort of moving and and gyrating and, and making little waves with their bodies. Um, as they all boom, simultaneously hip thrust their hips forward a beam of golden light blasting from each of their crotches into the disco ball itself as the disco ball harnesses that energy and blasts it out all around onto each of you casting irresistible dance and um, this one doesn't have a saving throw Um, you all just start dancing irresistibly you make a saving throw for this on your turn uh, with your action Uh, but you all just start fucking dancing bro you you feel the fucking infectious rhythm
1: alright how how is everyone's character dancing Uh, Petey? Um, so Petey is doing what starts off as like a Mexican wave on his go side, it's really waving, like really waving and then it gets to the robot, and it kind of starts doing like a robot, and then he's like seamlessly <laughs> dancing between robot arm,
2: wave it, baby, robot arm, wave it, baby. <laughs> nice, nice, bro.
3: Um, again, see if you haven't seen the Break Free video, just pause the podcast right now and just I've, go I've been watch
2: watching
3: it. it um, just now. It's <laughs> unreal. So-
2: it's really funny. It's like Star Wars and Austin Powers and it's stuff kind of vibes.
3: unreal. So when uh, at the end, when there's a DJ called Zed who's like featured on it, when he comes in at the end, there's like alien dancers and they're all doing... I can't articulate it very well. Hopefully someone can, but I'll do a demonstration. They're all doing sort of like this.
1: They're like,
0: <laughs>
3: That's what that she's doing.
4: Vulcan. yeah, they're pretty much voguing.
3: Yeah. <clears throat>
0: nice,
4: nice. Uh, Sky? Uh, all of Sky's sort of... Fancy formal military training's coming out, and it's just all about fancy footwork and fast feet. I'm doing, I'm doing all that fast, fast kicks.
3: River dance. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Your body
1: is completely still. Your legs are going. Pan.
4: <laughs> well, but because they casted blur, the top half of my body is like still doing the river dance, and it's like one like solid like vertical river dance all the way up my body. <laughs>
2: I'm line dancing, I think that was going to be obvious Yeah, I, I knew you were going <laughs> to do I'm that I'm fully line dancing, I'm there fucking like <laughs> <laughs> Look, it looks awful, it's so ugly But I'm doing it I mean, It's like I'm in the grand old Oprah. It's great, you in the grand old Albert Hall But, um, cool
0: That's going to be Braxton, your turn as you're line dancing And you can use your turn to give me a wisdom save To try and break out of the dancing Or you can just keep fucking busting a move, it's up to you the one you that's your action you you keep dancing go um, cool, I just keep dancing now. cool uh, you try to reach for your rifle um, but in turn uh, find that the infectious country beat within you um, <laughs> much like your beating heart uh, cannot be broken and you just keep line dancing um, it's then going to be PT's turn
1: ok so is a wisdom save
0: uh, yes please
1: that is a
0: 15 15 you save you break free uh, from the the, the dancing, <laughs> break free like Ariana Grande. Um,
1: Pete is going to stop dancing, and then he's going to keep dancing. But he's going to um, he's going <laughs> to shout to he's going to shout to hip thrust, and he's going to say, "You want to see what happened to the last guy who challenged me to dance?" And he's going to reach into his own face. Oh my god. <laughs> he's going to pull out the skull and he's going to essentially to try and intimidate hip thrust he's going to contact juggle with the skull oh
0: my god that is hot! do you know what now roll me 1d4 psychic damage
2: <laughs> this is so much psychic damage you've done to josh
0: literally yeah uh, me as the dm that's a 4 4 one of the the one of the hip thrusts around the room uh, just stops dancing to look at you, and it seems from stopping dancing, whatever sort of gyration that was keeping him alive, uh, they st- just uh, stops doing that. He drops dead from not dancing. Um, as you kill one of them by being fucking like a horror movie character, it,
1: it, it's it's terrifying. But he is. Contact, yes, contact juggling with the human skull but it's beautiful
4: 6 hip thrusts left um, it's back to you Sky lovely so I need to make a wisdom save to stop this unending river dance to stop the unending river dance oh that's surely good that's uh, 17 plus 4 is 21
0: that does it you are able to stop yourself river dancing uh, what would you like
4: to do with the rest of your turn Fabulous! I'm gonna use my bonus action. Well, I've been, I've been unwillingly against my will. That's what unwillingly means. Against my will, I have been <laughs> made to river dance, and it's that's just one step too far. So I'm gonna use my bonus action and start that blizzard, blizzard, that wizard blade song, and just go. <laughs> just start the techno uh, <laughs> the techno blade singing <laughs> <Just put> the <laughs> Skrillex
0: blade singing Um <laughs> cool uh, you start fucking everyone around you is just seeing river dance stop still start vibrating and then you start fucking doing this weird mongolian throat singing type thing in the centre of the stage
4: absolutely the acoustics in here, I'm sure, are fantastic. It's echoing
0: over the top of Roe playing Break Free by Ariana Grande. Um, it's the mashup that we never knew we needed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roe, it's your turn. Uh, I rolled 14 on the
3: Wisdom. So...
0: 14 on the Wisdom, that's just enough to save... Um, You've been fucking dancing your whole life. This is fucking nothing. You you, you are the, the queen of when you dance and don't dance. Uh, what would you like to do with the rest of your turn? Is there anything else you'd like to do?
3: Kind of still vibing now that uh, Sky has put this beat over the top. Um, I'm going to... Uh, how many are left? Six. Okay. I'm going to take off my own head and sort of try and boomerang it. Like, like boomerang it and... It
0: knocks on them over the head and then comes back to me I'll allow you to do that I'll allow it it's cool <laughs> What's, but I don't know what it is with people removing their own fucking heads today um, <laughs> yeah I'll allow it. you've spent your action but I'll allow you to do it as a bonus action it's cool um, so roll roll to hit would
1: you class that as an object interaction I would yeah why not should I say when there are objects no I'm just to say
0: the, the, the skull which removed from the fucking body hell man <laughs> wait, wait. cut that Uh, Roll uh, roll a d20 to hit. That
3: was 15.
0: On a 15, you bowl your head up. (laughs) Smacks one of the robots. um, Give me a d6 damage, plus your strength. Nine. Nine. You immediately destroy another one of them as you cave a hole right in the middle of it. It collapses, but now uh, your head... Is about 50 feet from your body, just lying there in the stands. You can see through it still, um, because why not? Uh, as your body sort of like looks around, like that's a sort of weird
2: like headless horseman thing of what to do. Bro, we've been over this. That is not an efficient use of your time. That, you're gonna be stumbling around looking for your own head. Oh, Jesus. Again?
3: Never had any complaints.
2: It's then the
0: remaining um, hip thrusts turns, I believe. What did I say? There's five of them left. Yeah, there's five now. There's five of them left. Um, As you hear another voice from between them echo out, it says, Ooh, disco ain't dead, babies, but you're about to be. um, You hear something metallic shaking as you look up and see... The outer crust of the disco ball begins to crack and shatter like a hatching egg uh, but rather than a, a freshly jelly chick emerging uh, sharp and rusted spikes protrude like a huge fucking ball of death um, you watch in horror as the cable keeping the now death ball wanes and snaps as the thing falls to the ground and starts rolling around the room uh, using it like a big sort of like pinball fucking wheel. Um, everyone can roll me a dexterity saving throw. Um, row Braxton... um fact, just rowing Braxton with disadvantage because you're still dancing and you don't have a head.
1: 17. 15.
0: Cool. 23. 11. So the um, save, the DC for the save was 12. Um, so who got under that? Just Ro. Roe, you're going to take 31 points of damage.
5: Whoa. Big. As your body
0: is crushed by this big thing, the rest of you are going to take half of that. As it <laughs> smashes off the things in the room and then comes to a stop in the centre at the stage. Roe, as you sort of feel yourself, not pinned by it, but it's weight sort of leaning on you a little bit near the stage um, as you take mass damage from it it's then going to be Braxton's turn I'm going to say with that damage that sort of breaks you from the dancing um, so you can now use your action normally is the ball like sentient or is it just like Um,
2: it doesn't seem sentient it seems like it's controlled Okay. Um, how many dancing boys are left Uh, (laughs) 5 Okay. I'm going to shoot how many dancing boys (laughs) I'm going to shoot 2 of them hopefully Give me some rolls to hit. 11 to hit. Uh, that's going to hit. And then the second one is a... like It's like 20, I think, roughly, to hit. Yeah, that's also going to hit. If you give me some damage rolls. Cool. So these are two separate ones I want to do it on. So the first one, uh, that is going to be uh, 10 points of damage. And the second one is 7 points of damage.
0: Um, both of them, as you fire your gun um, both of them their heads explode as you hit them with a perfect shot um, immediately destroying them leaving only three of them left
1: cool Petey um, inspired by Roll throwing her own head Petey is going to um, he's still contact juggling and I, he's going to let it let the skull roll to the end of his fingers and he's going to put his two fingers in the eye sockets and roll the skull as hard as he can at one of the uh, at one of the hip thrusts. Okie doke, roll it, hip. You've both seen it work before,
0: folks. Can he pull it off again?
1: Okay, and I'm assuming no proficiency in this because it's a skull.
0: No, I don't see you having practiced throwing your skull.
1: <laughs> hey, you <laughs> don't know me, Josh. It's
0: in that one. That one, you hit the target and your skull shatters into pieces against the robot frame. Uh, Not the robot frame, what? Big reveal against the frame of the hip thrusting in front of you, which seems as probably metallic-y and robotic, um, as I've just revealed. So you did learn something from that.
1: Okay, I'm going to take the dash action towards um, how far away is Rose's head. Uh, Ro's
0: head is about 75 feet from you, Niall.
1: Okay, so dash double is um, two, th- so that's 60. I'm going to run 60 feet towards Ro's skull. Cool. Ro, you see um, from your head uh,
0: the oozy body of Petey sort of slapping his way towards you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm coming, Ro! <laughs> Her head is like this. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Nobody can see that obviously but I'm just so happy.
0: Um, she's running towards you. Um that's gonna be back to Sky.
4: Lovely. Sky, um oh you know, this big disco ball is not just for six, but um there's two left. No there's, no, there's still three. Damn it. Um, I am going to just make a charge. I've got my Blade Song, which gives me a little extra movement. And I'm also going to do something that like was part of, part of the thing that I, I haven't get to do yet, but I've mentioned it before and now I get to use it. I'm going to roll out my spellboard and sort of throw it over onto the stage in front of me and it's going to like extend and pop out from the little pod that it comes in. And I'm going to hop on it and I'm going to spellboard over to one of the... well hip thrusts, and I'm going to slash at it, cut it up. You throw out
0: a Marty McFly-style hoverboard, skateboard, and do a sick jump on it. (laughs) You hover across uh, the open space up towards it and roll me to hit um, on that. That would be 17. 17. uh, You find the target's neck, roll me damage. 6... Six, you take his head clean off, um, with one foul swoop. It's the coolest thing any of you have seen Sky do,
4: uh, since meeting him. Almost see, because I'm still, I'm still blurring back and forth. So it's like you almost see it, but you don't really. I'm John Cena. Crazy. Um,
0: is that the end of your turn? Yep. Cool. Um, you get up there. You're sort of all semi close together. It's then going to be the um, Rose turn. Sorry, it's Rose turn. Um, Ro, I'll allow it, um, if you like, because you're like a disembodied head right now and a a kind of flailing body. You can use your action to roll your head yourself, like your own head, towards Petey, if you'd like. You can get all the way to Petey, if you'd
1: like. Cool.
3: Yeah, so I'm going to bowling ball my head towards
1: Petey. (laughs) I'm like, come on, you can do it! (laughs) There you go!
0: You make it to Petey safely, um, as Petey picks you up like a football. Um, And hopefully it doesn't kick you. Um, Cool. Does that end your turn? Is there anything else you'd like to try and do?
3: Toss me. Try and get him to toss me back to my body.
0: (laughs) Cool. You tell him to toss you there. Um, It's then going to be uh, the remaining hip thrusts' turns as they say, um, Ooh, as historical figure Sophie Ellis Baxter once said, it's murder on the dance floor. Um, The disco ball... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the disco ball uh, begins to vibrate with funk energy it explodes pieces of spike and glass uh, and, and rogue metal fly everywhere um, also with a strange sort of purple field of energy uh, and I'm going to need a saving throw from everyone that's going to be an intelligence saving throw I got a living. Uh, 16 18 who got 13 or less me so both uh, PT no both uh, Braxton and Ro um, you guys are uh, don't make the save there so you two are going to take a hell of a lot more damage um, you guys are going to take 20 points of damage each uh, and the rest of you are going to take 10 points of damage um, Braxton and Ro um, your next sort of rolls um, for the next little while um, I think it's just for one minute sorry this effect lasts on you so that was a spell called Synaptic Static um, so basically for the next minute um, you roll a d6 Um, and subtract that number from all of your attack rolls and ability checks as well as con saving throws to maintain concentration if you're casting a spell so any ability check or action roll you're going to roll a d6 and subtract the number from your roll to hit
4: I'm
1: holding roll in my arms at this moment is there any way I could help her? you're
0: holding her head but not her body
1: okay, okay
0: Um, how's everyone doing for uh, hit points? I've got six. I've got six too. What? Oh. They're yeah. so in sync, oh my god. Oh, partners. Twenties. <laughs> cool, that's going to be
2: uh, Braxton, your turn. There's hip thrust still lives in there. Yeah, there's three. Okay. Um I will action, um, attack. Hip thrust, eleven. 11 hits, bro. Somehow you fucking managed to hit you.
0: Like, steady your rifle, and then this sort of mental confusion that uh, this funk energy has brought along.
2: You sway a little bit, but you take a deep breath and steady your aim. And the second one, I'm going to use my sharpshooter thing. So, take a minus uh, 5 to hit for plus 10 damage. So the first one, damage wise, it's uh, 10 points of damage second one definitely hits like 16 or something, um, and the damage on that is uh, 15
0: damage. You merc another two of them, leaving only one
2: remaining. Um, is that the end of your turn? Yeah, because I'm using my bonus action more priest thing. You get like an attack on your bonus action, yeah, so I don't have anything else I can do.
0: Cool. Uh, PT. that's going to be your turn. There's one of them remains. How
1: uh, far away is he from me? The one remaining is within 20 feet of you. And if I were to run 20 feet towards him, would I then be able to run back to... If I took uh, the... If I used cutting action again and dashed, would I be able to get to roll?
0: Not all of the way, but this is the last combatant that you can see. So whether we stayed an in initiative or not,
1: I'll say to Ro: um, "Hey, if I uh, if I can get you some of the way to your torso, can you do the rest?
3: I'll give it my best bash.
1: Hell yeah! Okay, I'm going to under my plasmoid arm. I'm going to um, I'm going to put Ro under there like a rugby ball with my metal robot arm. I'm going to draw my rapier and kind and like hold it against my body." and just charge like try and impale this guy with my robot arm and my rapier roll to hit 14
0: 14 hits, roll me damage
1: and that's with my robot arm as well you said that gives me an extra DA
0: yep, an extra damage there.
1: that's 15 points of damage
0: you rush this thing like a medieval jouster and impale it all the way through your blade and halfway up your arm uh, as it falls dead and you throw it to the ground and you now can see for definite that these things were um, robotic in creation as we exit the initiative order. What would we all like to do?
1: I'm going to run over to Ro and put her head back in her body.
4: You're back together, Ro. I want to pull out my torch, if I hadn't already, and just start like scanning around dark corners and all around the room, trying to see if I can spot whoever's been in charge of this. Um, roll me investigation
0: 21 21, you have a look around uh, Hip Thruster, whoever was in charge of this Is nowhere to be seen um, The rest of you are sort of searching the robots And stuff um, that are there You can see that they're all made from Scrap parts um, and it seems, from looking at the parts, uh, that he's been using them for the the models. There's like oil on them and like stains from oil on them that aren't the the, the oil from these robots that are like exterior. Um, it seems like splashes that would indicate that they have been attacking other robots.
1: Can I do a history check to see if I have any knowledge of Hyptheros? Because this seems like someone that is incredibly like technologically capable.
2: Roll me a, has uh, roll me a history check. While he's doing that, I'm going to go over to Ro. Say, so, uh, yeah. <sighs> we took a bit of a beating there, you and I. Are you feeling all right?
3: I've had worse.
2: Would you mind patching me up a little bit?
3: Only if you say please.
2: Would you mind please patching me up a little bit, Ro? Thank you very much.
3: Yeah, girl. And then I'm going to do Leon on hands.
2: Kill you,
0: lay on hands. I rolled an 18. On an 18 history check, you have never heard of a hip thrust in that name, but you do remember um, someone designing some security cameras uh, for your father, some sort of high-end, sort of um, new tech type things like, um, what do you call it? Um... What you call it when it's like a, it's in like beta, it's like a model of something, it's like it could work, it could not. Prototype. Prototype, that's the fucking word. See, you're coming out with all the words today. <laughs> um Macaba, <laughs> prototype. Um he was making some prototype cameras uh, for your father, Petey. Um not Hip Thrust, but his name was Hipmodius Thrustinson. Did I
1: did I meet Hipmodius at any point?
0: You did not. You just remember the name
1: Hipmodius. Hey, uh hey Ro. This uh, hip thruster, how, how old is he? You know, from what you could see, from what you could gleam from your, uh, your dance battle.
0: Um, I'll answer that for you. He looked about 52. Like, in the mid-50s, early 50s. <laughs> <laughs> he looked about <laughs> exactly 52.
3: If I'm doing a rough guesstimate, he looked around 52.
1: So, I don't know... Um, I don't know if this tracks. I might be... Listen, I've made a lot of bad calls in the last 24 hours um I, I have played a hand in killing one person and I just straight up murdered another I'm, I'm not doing well uh but I will say I do remember uh a guy uh, he worked for my uh, my father uh Modius Thrusticus Hip. What was his name again? Hypnotis <laughs> Thrustinson. Hyp-
0: <laughs> yeah. As you repeat the name, PTN and as it echoes through the halls, uh, you are interrupted. Oh, I'm sorry, funky mama babies. This rat ta ta ain't at its end quite yet. There's more twist and turns in this pot of song than a line dance for weasels. <laughs> you look around and you do not see where this voice comes from and then you hear you're looking for king thrust on the dance floor but you don't get it i am the dance floor and as he says that the walls and floor around you begin to quake and shift and move and molt loose metal beams and lighting begin to fall from the ceiling as the tiered seating around you uh, spin around and rotate and flip up the way um, the very floor beneath you rising and twisting everything becoming a blur of motion as if you were caught in the inside of a great steel hurricane uh, everyone can roll me a deck save Dexterity,
1: that's a 10. You just hold on. 21. Nice. 21.
3: Yeah, that's an 8.
1: Remember your Bless. You've got Bless as well. All right, so... So at D4. Well, you need a 2 on the D4. I've got
0: a 4. Nice, nice. So that brings you up to a 12. So all of you are able to have enough time to sort of steady yourself and grab on as the floor you're on starts to rotate and spin. Um, you are whole world, the whole world around you begins to fall apart and um, you hold on at first so you don't take any damage but you are then sort of bashed and flung side to side from platform to platform like rag dolls and then you, Braxton catch a glimpse of sunlight and you can see about 20 feet in front of you the front doors of the hall open, spinning and rotating like the door of a washing machine um, there seems to be a semi clear path to get there. Um, what would you guys like to do? I'll point it out to everyone. You so gotta get over there.
3: Do <laughs>
0: <laughs> So you guys start fucking booking it out of there. You're on there already, deck save um, that you are already done. You start fucking jumping and, and leapfrogging and fucking uh, stepping stoning your way across these moving platforms to this open door. Like, <sighs> and you all dive through. And as you do throw yourselves through these open doors, gasping for what little fresh air the city streets provide, you do not find solid ground, but instead find yourselves tumbling through the smoke and fog of robot London. The rooftops a hundred feet below you. And that is where we're going to end today's session. I'll let you guys all recuperate uh, for another two weeks or whatever it's going to be till we next record. Um, to all you guys listening at home, thank you very much. We've been Tart and Tabletop. You've been fantastic. We'll see you again soon.